Hey everyone here and welcome back to yet another episode of Alpha Metallica. This is your host Tom Quee. As you know, we are going through the entire back catalogue of Metallica. Uh, we now find ourselves on the letter H, Hate Train specifically, which is the opening song of Beyond Magnetic, which is kind of the death magnetic tie-in follow-up people. I don't really know what that was, but you know, it exists, it's there, it's in the uh, depository that we're going to examine in the future. So yeah, just before we get to today's guest, please follow the show at MetallicaPod. Get in touch with me, MetallicaPod at gmail.com. If you want to come on, you want to do a song you want to do a list you want to correspond you've seen the band you disagree with me whatever you know it'd be good to hear some of metal like your podcast have to cut it down to five an episode i don't get any an episode so if you want to help a guy out uh <laughs> metallicapod at gmail.com would be greatly appreciated more begging comes in the form of patreon uh patreon.com forward slash alpha metallic if you want to give back to the show you want to get access to episodes like this and, and pretty much anything else goes in there first little pay-per-view uh leave us a review on itunes as well please but uh yeah great to have you on jason how's it going man good man thanks for having me you a part of a sort of musical enterprise, Thunder Underground, which was founded yes, in 95, like more than 20 years ago. Yes, uh, me and uh, my friend that I, you know, that we do this with, me yep. and Trent, I think you're going to have him on soon. Yes, I think we're doing I Disappear, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, you know, as, as 20-somethings, we just kind of did, you know, uh, local, you know, fanzines and just, you know, ran them off on our computer and put them at... Uh, put them at local record stores and we did that for a year or two and then you know once you know the electronic age came into play we just started with an instagram page and then it just kind of snowballed into this podcast and we've got 170 odd episodes and we've had some pretty cool people on so it's uh it's it's really rewarding to do you know and what is the format of the the show itself it's just uh we usually start by playing a song from uh, we we try to play local artists here in tulsa oklahoma mm. um or surrounding areas um but anyone from all over the world's uh definitely welcome to submit we played people from germany you know bands from russia uh, south america all that kind of stuff and uh you know we, we'll we've interviewed you know we we have an interview and we'll play that and you know whatever maybe new releases we want to talk about or you know whatever's going on in the world of hard rock or heavy metal and so that's just kind of what what we've done it's an excellent show. I want to urge people, especially listen to episode 163, uh, which I heard recently. Metallica, you went through every album uh, revisited yes. in a row. Yeah. So, you know, clearly you guys are big fans. I mean, wh- yes. where did it start for you, Jason, with the band? It started for me probably 88, 89. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hopped on board in the Justice era. Um, I was always into, you know, as a 12-year-old, I was always into the hair bands and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then Kid Down the Street said, you need to listen to this song. And it was one. And that was it. I mean, I was I was totally taken aback. And they were my favorite band from then on. And I just haven't looked back. And, you know, I got I went back and got everything from up to that point. So I was even though I was young, I was still pretty, you know, aware of the change once the Black Album came out. And then from then on, you know. Uh, everything they've kind of all the airs they've went through so it's been a great ride and you know sometimes i even still get made fun of for it but really they're my favorite band and By they who? always will be how dare they well you know yeah i mean you know because i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty uh it's not really getting made fun of but sure, some sure. of my friends will rib me for it, you know because i'm pretty 
I'm pretty passionate about it, so... <laughs> they inspire that devotion, right? I mean, you know, yes. I, I thought I was a big fan because I'm starting a podcast, but I've met so many bigger fans and know of, you know, absolute truths, as they say. And yes. they're, they're one of these iconic bands, aren't they? They're just... People march for these guys. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just up there with like Elvis or something. Yeah. How people kill, collect all that kind of stuff, or Absolutely. you know, Grateful Dead. You know, now people follow them around and they sell all their live shows. I mean, it's great. Yeah, it's that, great. I'd love. And, uh, uh, I'd love in, in future maybe in Downey, California, uh, they do like a Metallica museum. Yeah, yes, they should. I would go to that for yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be the, uh, opening day, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> it would be brilliant. It would be audacious. And if they just collected, they're one of those bands. I mean, you know, there are. I think there's Beatles museums, there's touring Rolling Stone exhibits. So I know Metallica yeah. kind of do it already in the pre-show when you see that sort of stuff. But a whole dedicated exhibition to whatever would be uh, would be badass. I'm I'm still waiting for Metallica conventions to start up. Yeah, that's got to be next. You know, Kiss Surely. does it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not just saying that because they might hire me as a guest speaker, but that would be good there as you. well. But Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> there should be Metallica Convention. Yeah, there's lots of, I mean, I, I don't know if you're aware of John Martin. He's quite an obscure uh, sort of Scottish acoustic guy from the 70s. But he had his own festival in Northern England last week, and I just found yeah. out about it. It's like, if he's having it, and I love John exactly. Martin, then, you know, Metallica <laughs> definitely should. But, um, you know, let's get to today's song then. As I said before, it was part yeah. of Beyond Magnetic. And I've got to be honest with, with listeners, it's not something that I'm too familiar with. So all the episodes covering it, I am sort of having, you know, fresh listens. But what is it to you, Jason, the release? Um, I, I think it's just an extension of Death Magnetic. Mm. Um, I think it sounds a little more demo-y, yeah. maybe. I, I don't know. It's really dry. Um, I think it sits well with Death Magnetic. Um, you know, and I, I don't know, but I don't know if I'd take any songs out of Death Magnetic. I was going to say, don't think Hate Train is Death Magnetic level. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's just a kind of a fun little extension of the album, you know. Mm. Mm. So that's kind of how I see it. Yeah, I mean, none of this—it's all good, but none of the songs like completely blow me away, you know. No, no, absolutely. I think this song in particular—it's a common thing with Metallica songs. You get this sort of idea of Frankensteining a song where it's lots of parts put together. The demo idea, as you say before, yeah. And this is, yeah. you know, de- definitely embodies this sort of thing. Yeah, it's not too much. It's not sort of more than the sum of its parts. I feel Hate Train in a lot of ways, but it has a lot of good ideas. It has stuff I would clip out. But just beginning with the intro, classic intro, the clatter and the rush, the simple chords going forward. I like the way it ramps up towards mm-hmm. the main riff though it gets quicker out of nowhere it's quite devilish yeah I, well, yeah exactly i really like like you were saying once it gets into that main riff mm. i like his i like kirk's solo you know it, it rips pretty good it kind of in, in a way i don't know why because i maybe i need to go back and listen to bread fan but it reminds me of bread fan mm. for some reason mm. i don't know where i'm making that connection but it gives me that kind of vibe yeah. but um yeah i, I think it, it really i love the intro and the way it starts off yeah, yeah, me too. And then it goes into that main riff, which is kind of familiar, uh, you know, pulling off on the third, on the E. It's kind of your your road, your load, your stock sort of riff. But I like the sort of complex thing of the na 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 Again, it's quite moth-like, I think. It's got, yeah. they, they understand how tempos work. They understand that chugging inherently is kind of boring. You have to kind of modulize it with something else. And I, I do really like this intro riff. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one for sure. It's, it's slightly generic, but um, with the Kirk thing, 
I have to be a bit like uh, George Washington and, and Truth. I can't tell a lie. I don't like Kirk in this intro song. I think the first thing, the wow, 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 him just going up that scale, I think he's pointless. You could just tell yeah. what it's doing from the first night. It doesn't really give me anything. That, that's, that, I think, could be trimmed. And yeah, when you say bread fan, it has that similar sort of spasmodic Kirk, doesn't it? Where he just sort of there you go. Out, you know. Yeah, um, that's kind of what I was thinking, yeah. Mm, mm. Which is fun. Yeah, yeah, it's impressive, technically. And I think he has some okay moments here and there, but maybe to cut the fat a little bit that couldn't have been there and we get into the verse where you know James can be a very subtle very delicate very intimate writer but here mm-hmm. hate is a train Jason yes he you know I I think it's just more him coming to terms with you know his uh, I think it stems from you know his rehab and kind of the way he is nowadays as, mm-hmm. as, as opposed to what he used to be and maybe you know even though he's for the better now he's probably still got some stuff to work out you know yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Consequence of Sound, the fatey, I don't necessarily agree with them all the time, but they're quite a popular music publication. They called this song <laughs> Stupidly Silly Lyrical Drivel. I don't know if I'd go that far. Okay. I mean, you know, it, it's, it, it's like I said, it's not it's not setting the world on fire, but I don't mm. know if it's that stupid. It's no. better than anything I could write. <laughs> <laughs> and and James loves it. You know, hey, yeah. there's a trick. Like, he really gives his all into it, you know, and it's good yeah. to hear him uh, sort of vibing out here. But, yeah, the sort of the metaphor continues. X is a Y, and we're learning all these different things that hate is. Fame, chain <laughs> to the wheel until I'm dead. You know, memory remains, moth again, etc. These ideas are trappings uh, of a higher lifestyle. You know, when he goes into the, the sorrow section, you took away tomorrow, I don't think mm. I've ever really heard this in Metallica before where james is sort of pairing with a guitar line and singing yeah yeah that's interesting that mm. i mean that's i didn't even notice that that's a good observation yeah yeah it's sort of and, has and, this, and yeah. yeah and i like his um the last curse to drown the sorrow he really belts it out you know yeah 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 almost almost like his voice is almost cracking but the attitude's there so they just go with it yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, I really like that embellishment that he does here. And it reminds me a little bit, this is again a bit of an obscure pick, but uh, Come to Life by Alter Bridge, who I think are one of the most slept on bands uh, out oh, there. Oh, man, you, you I love Alter Bridge. Yeah, right? Have you, Blackbird. Yeah. Incredible yeah, album. Great. Like, I think that's genuinely one of the best guitar albums of the last 20 years. I think it's mind-blowing. Oh, I agree, I agree. Like, but I mean, their later stuff's kind of trash, so it's hard for me to love them. But <laughs> I really love Blackbird, the second and the third. But the point I wanted to make was there's a song off Blackbird called Come to Life, mm-hmm. where the similar thing happens where Miles Kennedy sings with a guitar, and you kind of don't know when you listen, is that a guitar line, is that the vocal? But it, it's a nice effect, and I like that. And I don't, re- I was thinking to myself, I was listening to this, I, don't re- I was like, I don't really like the word sorrow. I find it's a bit cliched in songs. But then I was like, well, Metallica had Harvester of Sorrow, and that's kind of badass, so I have to let them off. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they get a pass. <laughs> yeah, they do, they do. But, uh, yeah, I mean, um, the verse is not, it's fine. The, what do you think of the guitar in the verse underneath, James? Uh, you know, it, it's it's pulsing, you know. Mm. I mean, it's just, uh, it's more his just, you know, his razor-sharp riffing, you know. Like when it goes into the heavier bridge afterwards, after the uh, second chorus, like, da na 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 It reminds me a lot of uh, Am I Savage. That, yeah, that was... <laughs> That was on my notes because I thought that breakdown was – that's probably the coolest part of the song for me. I would say the um, same. Yeah, I would say the same. They're, they're, really, they're really humping that riff, and uh, I, I, kinda, I really kind of like the kind of dive bomby solo that's going on, kind of yes. noisy. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah. that's really cool. Kurt comes in out of nowhere on that. Uh, dip yes. in the bar and it's yeah I love it it sounds great and there's a lot of sort of horror infused soloing as well uh, just sort of this quite piercing way that he's going about it and yeah I like that it's just 
you know, moments like that I think are awesome, but I think Hatred, it's just slightly bland for me. I don't know. It's slightly mm-hmm. tasteless. Well, I was, you know, I was going to mention maybe if they had more something more of that breakdown or they use that somewhere else because, like I said, that's the best part of the song for me. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and the song has, Definitely. you know, like Death Magnetic, as we said before, Metallica aren't content anymore to do Kill 'Em All style verse, chorus, you know, riffing, etc. There's always these little transitions between other parts that all ramps up in the tempo, and this is a sort of Death Magnetic thing that they've carried over definitely into this song. And I yes. mean, I mean, lyrically, can you read any more into this? You know, consequence of sound drivel. Well, well, I, you know, kind of like I was, you know, he he's he's struggling with his hate and his rage. I think maybe he. Maybe he's kind of struggling with fame a little bit because this is right around the time he stopped doing the meet and greets too. Maybe I think mm. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. So I, you know, I think maybe he's struggling with that too. Yeah, maybe. And there's some there's some good stuff that maybe when you read it on the page, you don't catch when you're listening. I quite like "Rage is a flame creates a touch yeah. to boil the seas." That's some hot rage I mean, there, James. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's not that's not drivel. Yeah. No, no, that's not, that's not. I'm, uh, I'm okay with boiling the seas, yeah, you know? Yeah, 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 no, it works. It's kind of Cthulhu-esque, you know, so yes. James doing a, a little thing there. But, um, but yeah, we get the Took Away Tomorrow as well, Still I Stand. And we get the sort of classic Metallica, you know, melodic minor arpeggios just building this atmosphere. And as you say before, James embellishing finally, Took Away. Like, I can't really do it, but you know what I'm getting at. If I had, oh, yeah, if I, if I had Clint Wells' range, I could maybe do it, but unfortunately I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a bit, a bit pitchy. He could get up there. He could do yeah. it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any any closing thoughts on, on Hate Train? I, I think, I mean, I like the song, uh, but just kind of, like I said before, it just, uh, it, it, it doesn't blow me away. But it, it's non-magnetic as a whole. I think it's a, a cool little, you know, side piece to Death Magnetic. Hmm. But, I mean, you know, there's a million other Metallica songs I'd put on first. Yeah. But that doesn't mean, hey, you know, I still love it. Yeah, it's look, <laughs> if, there is some, if there is some Hate Train fans out there, comment below, let us know, yeah. get in touch with me. Or, or Hate Train haters, you know, I'm sure they're out there as well. But yeah, it's just, again, nothing that really uh, grabbed me by the collar, to be honest. And they've only played it once. They played it December 5th, 2011, at the uh, sort of 30th anniversary shows. Yes, yeah, I, I watched that uh, quite a few times to get ready for this. So. Okay, I haven't actually but, seen see, it. How, how's the performance? Uh, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, it's it was it was done on someone's phone, but it, it right. was decent for that. Mm-hmm. And um, they pulled it off. So yeah, yeah. But see, I, I thought they played these songs a couple more times than that. But I guess that was it. That, yeah, just one of those ones that you know. They, as you say, they got so many. Really, a set list is quite small when you compare the band's discographies. You know, and what yeah, they're willing to yeah, play as totally. well. So yeah, I think this it, hate train is not. It's it's going to be a bit like wasting my hate. It's a song I don't think we're going to see on the set list anytime soon. Um, yeah, but, I don't. I don't know if they're going to be playing that one live. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. But uh, but revisit the track. You know, if you're interested in it. Um, so uh, yeah, as I say, uh, let us know what you think of the song. And just before we close up like to do a few quick fire questions what okay so hate train definitely isn't what is your favorite metallica song jason oh man that's i, I don't know you've mm. got a couple hours i got a few yeah. of them um i think i really love struggle within mm. um and i think uh no remorse is definitely it, it's one of those two i think no remorse just takes it i i i go back and back to that song okay okay those are songs, I, I really, we, songs we don't really hear on that question so interesting yeah, well, I, I really love I love the whole rawness of Kill 'Em All just on a whole. So uh, it just that it, it's definitely it's definitely a Kill 'Em All song for sure. And is Kill 'Em All your favorite album? What is your favorite album? Yes, yes, Kill 'Em All, Kill 'em all is. is my favorite album. Um, 
for many years, I went back and forth with a lot of them, but that just it's it just my go-to. I, I really love uh, new wave, uh, mm. yeah, new wave of British heavy metal, and I love just how hungry and raw that sound is. Um, I love it all, but I always go back to that one for sure. Yeah, yeah, Kill 'Em All continues to grow on me, and I agree. Yes. I think it's ap- it's it's an unbelievable document, and the songs are still like Hit the Lights is still one of my favorite Metallica songs. Like you know, the first song on yeah. the first album, I just think is uh, is irresistible. Have you, have you listened to Lars's? He did that compilation, didn't he, of new wave of British heavy metal in the nineties? I think. Yeah, I, I haven't heard that. I'd be no. interested to hear that. I need for to check sure. that out. Yeah, I think I've always said yeah. I want to do an episode on it, so that would be good to uh, definitely go back. There's so many obscure bands that you know what I mean, just like Angel yes. Fish or something. You know, whatever they got. Oh some, yeah, uh, got some really. Yeah. What, what about your uh, your favorite member of the band? You know, I I would I was for years I'd say James because I'm a guitar player, I'm a rhythm guitar player chiefly, and he is the best at it, and I've always looked up to him. But you know, lately it's just for me it's Lars because he's so you know he's so out there. He's personable and he he's just making it happen and i really appreciate that the last couple of years so i don't know maybe it's changing but right you know lately it's been lars for sure and if and, you were to do a podcast that, like this podcast uh, about a band what, what's a band you, you could confidently do it on um probably anthrax or megadeth hmm. um or uh, anything Zach Wild or Life of agony i would probably one of those oh, four. Is that what, yeah I, yeah is that what podcast? i think That'd i could good. do yeah uh, yeah, and there's not a lot on those, so I, I think I could I could do those with confidence. I'm yeah. pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I know um No More Tears is an incredible album yes. that that he's yes, on the is. Aussie album. Probably one of my favorite Aussie albums. I think it's a such an underrated record. I think it's a yes, yeah. and a lot of it is due to Zach Wilde and his oh. songwriting and his ability. So I mean yeah. He just he kind of has generic great riffs. I don't quite know how to explain it. They're very Zach Wildey, no. but they work. I can't. Sort of... you, you you are exactly right. It's funny the that's a perfect way. To, it's like it is kind of generic. Like like Desire or it. AVH, they are yeah. good riffs. But I think yeah. Desire, especially, but Desire's quite generic. But I still really like. I think it's a really good song. But um, yeah, and yeah. Black Black Label as well. I, I've only listened to I listened to Mafia. That's quite a good record. But that's about yeah. it. Yeah, their newest one, Grimace Tits, is really good. It's better than the last one. So and it's got just like you said, they're generic, but they work. Yeah. and he does it with such a a touch to it that it doesn't seem generic but he doesn't overthink it basically yeah black label i hope to listen to a black label society podcast soon jason but if okay. not i mean <laughs> thunder underground is there right there's hundreds yes, of hours yes, of you, uh and uh and, and trent critiquing that stuff so um anything else you'd like to promo sir um uh, that's it you know uh the thunderunderground.com and that's you can go to that and that's also the instagram and the facebook um you know and we're always we're always putting content out so we've had a lot of cool people you know gene gene simmons david elfson wow. seven dust just to name a few david so elfson. Shit, i need to listen to that let's do it that that was that was a great one he was he was a pretty nice oh, guy he's the so. man. yeah he seems like he's yeah. a great guy yeah that's very cool. yeah so that 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 about does it i think all right all right awesome yeah um we'll put the link in the description definitely go check out uh, the fun Oregon. as we say if david ellison or gene simmons are not your cup of tea you know jason did a whole review re-review of metallica's discography as well so definitely yes. that. uh <laughs> follow us at metallica pod get at me metallica pod at gmail.com we've got the patreon we've got the itunes you know we've got everything we sort of talk about what have we got coming up soon so in the next month or so we've got helen back with michael got harvester of solo sorrow with matt brad blazik of single podcast theory shout out brad is coming on for helpless and yuri's coming on for here come revenge so yeah we got a great month ahead of us 
Tell your friends about the podcast. Thank you to everyone that listens, everyone that emails in. Jason, this has been a pleasure. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, thank you.